Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Senior Care Live. Thanks for tuning in today. I appreciate it. This program is all about educating seniors and their caregivers, helping them make informed decisions. And it's a great place to listen and learn. And so many people consider Senior Care Live appointment radio, and I hope you will too. And as always, if you have a question, you can visit online at Senior Care Live, L I V E, SeniorCareLive.com, or call 1 800 331 6445. All right, we have an excellent program for you. Here today, would like to introduce my friend and special guest, Mr. David Wiley. He's the president and CEO of Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. And David, welcome back to Senior Care Live. Thanks, Steve. It's always good to be here. All right. So this is uh, this is I mean, this is just really, really great information. And uh, David, I know today that you're going to visit with us about uh, what care in a hospice house looks like, and then how this inpatient care compares to hospice care that you would receive in your own home. So uh, let's start off at Hospice 101, for those who may be a little less familiar, uh, uh, with an overview of what hospice is. Sure, Steve. I appreciate the chance. You know, what I find is that um, people might have heard of hospice, but if they haven't been involved directly, then there's a lot of misconceptions. So the chance to talk about this is really important. You know, I'll just start off by saying that hospice is a form of palliative care that focuses on ensuring patient comfort and maximizing quality of life for people facing a life-limiting illness. So in addition to addressing physical symptoms of serious and life-threatening illness, we do this through a whole-person approach that addresses the patient's emotional, spiritual, and provides services to the patient's family, uh, including through their grief process. So I think really the simplest way to think about hospice is care when the focus is shifting from curative treatment to ensure comfort and quality of life. Generally, the end-of-life care is meant for people whose life expectancy is six months or less, but hospice care can be provided as long as the person's doctor and the hospice care team certify that the condition remains life-limiting. When a cure might not be possible, hospice helps people live each day to its fullest. We work really hard to help families spend as much time with each other and make memories with their loved ones. We alleviate pain and other symptoms that cause discomfort. And while the primary focus of hospice care is on the person who's ill, care is also provided to their loved ones as well. 
And this care can include psychological and spiritual support. It can also include respite care for family caregivers, which allows them to look after their own needs as well. We work hard to relieve strain and stress from loved ones so they can spend time being a family member and not just a caregiver. Physicians can help decide a patient's needs are how they're best met through palliative care, through home hospice care, or inpatient hospice care. And I think choice in care is really a big focus of hospice. We work with each person to make sure that they're able to choose how they want to live. And I'll tell you, when you say that care is provided to their loved ones as well, if you've never been through this, I know you have, mm-hmm. and of course I have as well, um, that is huge. I, I don't think a lot of people think about that. You think about hospice care for your loved one who has a life-limiting illness, uh, but you, do, you don't think about the tremendous amount of support that is available for the family members. And then, I loved what you said, you get to spend time being a family member and not just the caregiver. That is... you. That's invaluable. You can't put a a value or a price on that. Agreed. It's just a critical part of the process. So if I understand you right, hospice care is tailored specifically to each patient's needs. So it could look a little different for each person. Is that correct? Absolutely. You know, depending upon the needs and the wishes, a care plan might include one or more of the following goals. So symptom management, such as pain or shortness of breath, Um, finding strategies to adapt physical and life changes that accompany serious illness, coping with feelings of depression, anxiety, or even even grief, identifying and assessing resources to support patients throughout their illness, and then helping make decisions that align with each patient's values and goals. Okay, and is one of those decisions where to receive care? You know, it's a great question, Steve. Uh, I always say that, you know, hospice is not a place. It's a philosophy and a form of care that can be given in your own home. And that's wherever you're, wherever you call home. And it can be provided at a hospice house when or if symptoms become too difficult to manage at home. And then, of course, you always have a choice where your your care is provided. Okay. And and I I love... uh... And you've said this many times before, you know, hospice can be provided wherever you call home, wherever that is. And there aren't really any limitations to that. Absolutely. And, um, you know, people, we find people in different predicaments and, and um, literally we, we help them wherever they're staying. Yeah, that that is excellent. I imagine all situations are different, but can you walk us through just in general an example of when care at a hospice house uh, would be a good choice for families? Sure. You know, just to kind of talk a little bit more about what we were just speaking of, uh, you know, somebody could be in a, a skilled nursing facility or in their home or in their apartment. Those are just some examples. Um, but when, when the care becomes more complicated and the patient's needs are more acute, inpatient care at a hospice house is, can be the best option. And inpatient care can be helpful if pain and symptoms are too serious to be managed at home, like we've talked about. Care in a hospice house can also alleviate the caregiver burden of family members so they're able to enjoy their loved one's remaining days as a daughter or son, for example, and and not a primary caregiver. Your physician can help evaluate options for care. For Kansas City Hospice patients, your care team will provide you and your family with information and guidance in making decisions about where to receive care. And patients don't have to change providers as their condition changes. Kansas City Hospice is able to provide care ranging from advanced illness support, palliative care, home health care, hospice in the home, as well as inpatient hospice. 
and often we serve patients who begin by receiving palliative care to manage the symptoms of a serious illness while still pursuing curative treatments and care for that patient and family with home hospice and perhaps one or at one of our two hospice houses in the weeks before their loved one dies in order to meet whatever the increased needs are during that time. Okay, so it sounds like as experts in end-of-life care that you're able to provide families with information and resources about options for care, but their choice in care stays with them. Is that correct? Yeah, 100%, Steve. It's uh, absolutely part of who we are and our guiding principles. We're very proud to be able to offer families guidance in one of the most difficult times in their lives when the amount of information that they're receiving can really feel overwhelming. Logistics of making appointments, getting prescriptions, helping with care can be very stressful. There's always emotional ups and downs for each family member, and sometimes sudden changes in your loved one's condition can make decision-making very challenging. So understanding options and planning for how your loved one's care will change over time is an important way to mediate some of this stress. Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care, with a range of options, has the ability to be adaptable and responsive to the changing needs of our patients, and our team of expert staff caregivers can be a source of guidance and comfort to your family during a very difficult time. This is at a time um, we all will come to and face in our lives, so um, I think one of the most important things is to become as educated as you can, understand what the options are so that when you're making a decision, hopefully it's not in a crisis and you have a plan. Well, and I'm always, I've been beating this drum for almost nine years, proactive, proactive, plan, plan. And look, if you have a crisis, I'm sure Kansas City Hospice can jump in and and help you sure. to, to the best that anyone could possibly be helped. Uh, but if if you have some time to make some plans and and plan out this care, it's always just so much more comfortable. It's easier to make a, a solid decision without that crisis bearing down. One hundred percent. Yeah, I think it's um, it's really important. And of course, you're right. If things are very difficult, we do get a lot of referrals from hospital systems, for example, where somebody's experiencing an acute um, a care issue, um, mm-hmm. and you know, then we work really hard to to find out what your goals are. And, um, you know, a lot of people really want to be be at home, but if it's more complicated, then we can help, of course, in that situation as well. That's excellent. And just to put all of this into a perfect example, <laughs> completely unplanned, I just thought of this. I worked with a family earlier this week, mm-hmm. and we found their mother placement in a long-term care community and guess what? She's a Kansas City hospice patient. Mm-hmm. She was being cared for in her home. And then the family, they were not aware that she was declining and just needing more help than that. But they figured it out and they're like, oh, my goodness. So they brought in 24-hour care to help her wow. bridge that gap. And, and, and Kansas City Hospice is there as well, but they're not there 24 hours a day right. to help her to and from the restroom and so forth. And so uh, they, I, I helped them. And we found a, a great long-term care community, and we turned that around very, very quickly. And then Kansas City Hospice will follow her from caring at her house to now caring in a long-term care community. So it's going to be seamless hospice care for her. Good. I'm glad to hear it, Stephen. It's important, and um, that continuity will be important for her and the family. 
All right, now the Senior Care Live question of the week. In what settings can hospice care be provided to patients? A, their own home, B, a family member's home, C, a nursing home or assisted living community, D, a hospital, E, an inpatient hospice house, or F, all of the above. The answer coming up next. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. Don't forget you can stream this program to any electronic device at SeniorCareLive.com and through the app Odyssey, and that's A-U-D-A-C-Y. All right, back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. In what settings can hospice care be provided to patients? Here are your options. A, their own home. B, a family member's home. C, a nursing home or assisted living community. D, a hospital. E, an inpatient hospice house. Or F, all of the above. And the answer is... F, all of the above. And David, why is that the right answer? You know, Steve, hospice is not a place. It's a form of care that can be given wherever you call home. And it can be provided at a hospice house when or if it becomes too difficult to manage symptoms at home. So you definitely have a choice in where your care is provided. All right. And I have I have to say, I have talked to so many. I, I've, I'm getting ready to celebrate the 20th anniversary of senior care consulting. Wow. So I've, I've been around thousands and thousands of people over all these years. And every single time, this is not an exaggeration, uh, and, and we're friends, right? Yeah. Right. But, um, but, and I, I would tell you the truth, and this is the truth. Every single time Kansas City Hospice House is discussed, it is over the top, positive, glowing, thankful remarks. Uh, you and your team are doing an unbelievable job every single time. I'm no exaggeration. Thank you. I'm very proud of the team, and it's, uh, it's an honor when we are able to take care of folks. So, All right. So for you and your family, if you'd like to learn more about the services offered by Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care, or maybe you'd like to look into a stay at the Kansas City Hospice House, simply call 816-363-2600. That's 816-363-2600. You can also visit online at kchospice.org. And David, before the break, you talked with us about the importance of choice in your end-of-life care. And for many families, inpatient care at a hospice house will be the best choice to meet their family members' needs, whether for the duration of their care or maybe just part of their care. But it's so hard for, for many, many people who have not experienced hospice before to know what that means and what to expect from hospice house care. So uh, can you start by walking us through a little history and why did Kansas City Hospice decide to offer inpatient care in addition to the home hospice care that you're so well known for? You know, Steve, it's a, a really important question, um, <clears throat> but I'll, let me talk first about the, the Kansas City Hospice House, which we opened, um, which is out on 120th and Warnell Road uh, in, in 2006. And it was really in response to a need that we saw for for hospice facility to care for patients when, when the symptoms are just too great or to be easily managed at home. Um, at that time, it was the first 
local freestanding hospice facility, not only in Kansas City, but in the state. Um, we're very unique also because in 2015, we acquired North Care Hospice. And uh, what came with that acquisition was the North Care Hospice House, which is located inside North Kansas City Hospital on their campus. Mm-hmm. And we were able to extend um, the same expert inpatient hospice care option to families in the Northland as well. So we have two options for folks, nice. uh, which I think is important. Excellent, excellent. So what makes a hospice house unique and how is it different from getting care in a hospital or at home? And and why would someone need a hospice house? You know, again, central to the philosophy of, of hospice, it's a choice. And it's very important to give patients uh, choices for care and make sure that they know um, that it's their choice to make. One of those choices is to uh, decide where to receive care. And um, frankly, most patients are most comfortable staying right at home while receiving their care. In -hmm. fact, this is often a goal to remain or return home after an inpatient stay, which we completely respect. Mm -hmm. While patients might receive care at a hospital following a health crisis or worsening of symptoms, the goal is to stabilize and transition the patient home and manage symptoms in order to prevent hospital readmissions. The choice to move into a hospice house is often made if or when it becomes too challenging to manage those symptoms at home. And this can happen when care gets more complicated and families um, can become overwhelmed. So the goal of hospice is to manage pain, control symptoms, and provide comfort, dignity, and quality of life. For many patients, this is best accomplished at a hospice house. And in some situations, a hospice house may provide a neutral, safe space to be with families and loved ones at the end of life. At the Kansas City Hospice House and at the North Care Hospice House, patients receive 24-7 care, family members are relieved of their caregiving duties, and are better able to enjoy their time with their loved one. Families often report letting go of anxiety and uneasiness that comes with caring for someone with a serious illness, and most people say that they experience peace as they're there in one of our inpatient facilities. Patients can bring their own personal items to the hospice house, including photographs, blankets, and other comforting items. We also are able to convert the rooms to accommodate patients of any age, including teenagers and babies that are seen by our Carousel Pediatric Care Team. The Kansas City Hospice House and the North Care Hospice House are each a home away from home, and they were intentionally designed with comfortable spaces, quiet corners, and natural surroundings to promote a sense of peace and a home-like atmosphere for families to gather. That is excellent. So your description really helps to paint a picture of what the hospice house is like. And is there anything else that you'd like to share about the two hospice houses? You know, one thing they're really proud of, in addition to the expert care that we provide and the comforting home-like atmosphere we've created, is the thoughtfully designed gardens. So, you know, we can all agree that nature is calming, but it's been shown to promote healing and provide a respite from the stress of medical treatment. There are multiple gardens at the Kansas City Hospice House that provide a place for calm, peace, and reflection to patients, their family members, and to volunteers. The North Care Hospice House also has outdoor spaces as well. And these, these gardens were, in fact, designed with the help of the community and volunteers and donors to include a variety of textures, colors that attract birds and butterflies. There are benches for people to sit and reflect on. Each patient room has large windows that open to the outside, letting the sounds and smells of the garden And we also have a screened-in porch at the Kansas City Hospice House, which many families find comforting space to sit and enjoy nature with their loved one 
we even have set up patient beds so that they can continue receiving care in that setting. See that that is amazing, and I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking of so many of my clients who have transitioned to requiring hospice services, and a longtime dear friend from our our previous church. Her, I, I worked with her. Uh, her husband had Parkinson's, and and he's not with us any longer. But mm-hmm. uh, he had an issue. You talked about all of a sudden you could have some sort of an acute situation, a crisis. Well, that happened. He went to the hospital, and she said, "I don't know. Uh, I don't think he can come home." And and uh, you know, I I I think I think we need something else. And I suggested Kansas City Hospice. She called the hospital worker, uh, made the contact, they they worked that out, and her family was able to come in and spend the last maybe seven to ten days with him. And she said though that time was just invaluable. Terrific. I- invaluable. It's so important. And um, so having a resource like that is, is really important for the community. No doubt about it. Mr. David Wiley, President and CEO of Kansas City Hospice at 816-363-2600 or online at kchospice.org. We'll have more coming up next. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. Don't forget, that's where you can check out all of the podcasts of all of the recent episodes of Senior Care Live. You can also get podcasts wherever you get your podcast on all the major platforms. All right. So back with my friend and special guest, Mr. David Wiley, president and CEO of Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. If you have a question for David or the great team at KC Hospice, you can reach them at 816-363-2600 or online at kchospice.org. All right. So, David, you had mentioned garden spaces and maybe even setting out setting up patient care in one of these outdoor settings. So it sounds like the hospice house care can extend well beyond what is provided in the actual patient rooms there. Absolutely. You know, when, when someone lives a big component of their comfort and quality of life, and the same is true at the end of life, the philosophy of hospice emphasize living each day to the fullest. Our goal is to always meet the patient and their family where they are physically emotionally and spiritually, and offer them support, which means their needs and goals for what they want their experience to be. In addition to spacious, private patient rooms, family gathering areas, chapels, and outdoor spaces at both the Kansas City Hospice House and our Northcare Hospice House, ensure inpatient care is comfortable and home-like. The physical space around us often becomes critical to enjoying special moments together between family members or fulfilling a final wish. Excellent. And David, we've discussed many options for care for those with serious or life-limiting illness today. Uh, Where can listeners go for more information? Our website, Steve, is a great place to start for some initial information. We have a really good frequently asked question or FAQ section for each of the different types of care that we do offer. And our website is kchospice.org. And our knowledgeable staff are available 24 hours a day to talk with you. You can call 816-363-2600, and uh, we'll get you connected with somebody to provide you answers to questions or information that you might be seeking at any point in time. 
Excellent. So if if you have a family member and they're dealing with a life-limiting illness, don't make the mistake that, I, I don't know, David, you might know the percentage, but uh, the, I, so many people look at hospice and they're like, in the last days, okay, well, I give up. I'm going to call hospice. It's a huge, huge mistake. Hospice is about helping you live your life to the absolute fullest and get every minute of your life in a positive, meaningful way out of, out of your last three, four, six months, possibly even longer. Uh, so so I, I'm just encouraging our listeners, don't wait to the last minute. Reach out to Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. Find out what is available. Find out if, if you or your loved one qualifies for that. And David, what was that phone number one more time? It's 816-363-2600. All right. Or online at kchospice.org. And David? Thanks for being here today. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, and it's good to be here, Steve. Thanks. And again, thanks to my friend David Wiley for coming into the studio today. He is super, super knowledgeable. He's one of the nicest guys you've ever met. So sincere, so thoughtful, and so caring. And uh, let me just say this, that, you know, he he is the top of, a, of an excellent organization, but he values each and every person uh, in that organization. And it is a quite a large organization. They cover the Kansas and the Missouri side, many, many counties. Uh, they have a pretty long reach here. Uh, so, uh, again, if you want to reach out, it just I'll just give you the website again. It's kchospice.org. And check out uh, all of the resources. You can talk about you know, qualifying for hospice. Care Medicare pays for hospice care. They'll pay for your hospice care, whether that is delivered to you in your home, in your house right now, in your apartment. You might live in an assisted living apartment. You might even be like one of my clients just moved from her home to long term care this last week. And KC Hospice provided the home home hospice services in her home and now they're following her seamlessly seamlessly perfectly seamlessly from her house on Tuesday afternoon to her long-term care community Wednesday morning and never missed a beat same staff same nurse same everything right so so that is just incredible and guess what again medicare will pay for that hospice coverage, that hospice service. That is one of the big benefits uh, with, through Medicare is they'll pay for hospice services. Again, whether it's in your in your home or in long-term care, assisted living, wherever you call home, Medicare is going to cover that. So I don't know why you would wait until you know the last days to reach out to hospice. And, and don't make that mistake. And let me say this. This has been a long time ago before I really understood hospice a lot better. My own family made that mistake. We all chipped in. My mom just went over the top, Herculean effort, caring for my dad. And then when it just became too much, we contacted a hospice provider. This was not here in Kansas City. It was in another town. Otherwise, we would have contacted KC Hospice, uh, but we contacted another uh, uh, provider, at, which was out of town here, and, uh, and and they were fantastic. And the thing that we didn't realize, because we, we weren't thinking about us, we were only thinking about my dad, and of course, they provided great care for my dad, but 
we were really kind of caught off guard that they were there for us as well. And that was a very pleasant surprise. It was a huge benefit, and it did help us uh, go back to more of our traditional role as a family member versus you know a care provider and trying to manage all of this stuff. So, uh, again, kchospice.org, I would call them and check it out, and don't wait till the last minute. You could get months and months and months of service and support for you and your loved one. And, again, if they if they have Medicare, it's going to be covered by Medicare. So I would definitely reach out. Okay, so I'm going to shift gears here, and I've been working uh, with a lot of clients through my firm, Senior Care Consulting. A lot of my clients are wanting to bridge the gap. So I've worked with several families here recently, and they're like, Steve, we listen to you on Senior Care Live. And okay, so you have our attention. You're always saying proactive, proactive, plan, plan, plan. (laughs) So we agree with that. And we think it's time to talk to you about a plan. So I'm working with, again, a number of families right now and in, in, in very recently. And we were looking at maybe 6 to 12 months. And at, at that time frame, so sometime less than a year, we're probably going to need to move from home to a senior care community, whether that was assisted living or long-term care. Sometimes it involves memory care. Sometimes it doesn't. But they're like, look, we listen to you and we're going to move and we're going to be proactive about this while we have the luxury of waiting out a waiting list and we're not in a crisis and we think it's time to do this. And so many times at that point, the care at home is starting to escalate, but they're not ready to move. So what is the perfect answer to bridge that gap? between caring for your loved one at home and then during a certain time as that care need increases over time and then at some point making that move, moving forward and moving to that senior care community maybe in the next 4, 6, 12 months. Well, the answer is home care. And you've heard me talk about home care many, many, many times. Home care is, and and that's different than home health care, That's the way that I address these two services. The word health puts a whole different meaning on it. So, and just about everyone I know interchanges this this terminology, but you shouldn't do that. Home health care is medical care covered by your insurance or by your Medicare plan that brings in skilled, skilled intermittent nursing visits, physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy for a period of time to help you improve from point A to point B, and then they're out. Okay, so it's it's medically-based support, medical in nature, delivered by licensed and registered professionals. Home care, drop out the word health, home care is non-medical in-home assistance in your home. So these folks can help you with those activities of daily living. They can help you get dressed. They can do a little light housekeeping. They can throw some laundry in. They can even do some cooking for you. They can run some errands for you, maybe load you up in the car and and, and run to the, the, the ladies' group or the men's group on Friday mornings, maybe uh, run by the, the pharmacy, run by the grocery store. They They can just be with you 
to provide some companionship. There's there's a lot of support that a non-medical in-home care provider, a home care provider, can provide you. And guess what? It's relatively affordable. Most folks can really benefit from maybe six to eight hours a day, two or three times a week. I mean, a home care provider, just like my recent client, they can come in 24 hours a day if if needed. Okay, Most folks don't need that for a long time. They may never need that. But the bottom line is a home care service by a quality home care provider could mean the difference between you remaining independent in your home or having to move to a senior care community. And coming up next, I'm going to talk to you about finding the best home care provider possible. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, visit SeniorCareLive.com. All right, back to discussing home care and how do you find a really good home care provider. Now, I've lost count. I probably need to go back and do some math and, you know, this plus that and carry the one and, you know, hold your face right. And and how many do you have? Uh, I've heard from several people that the number of home care providers just in the extended KC metro area, that number is in the hundreds, like three, four hundred Home care providers. That is crazy. And guess what? Just like everything else, there's some really good providers. And just like everything else, there are some terrible providers that you should not let in your home. So just think about that. You're letting in a total stranger into your mother or father's house, into your house. And you need to know about them. You need to know about their organization, their standards. So... I have put together something that I call a home care provider screening tool. And I thought these are questions that if I ever need to bring in a home care provider, these are questions that I would want to ask and I would want to know about. So let me say this, completely free of charge, no strings. I mean, if if you would like a copy of my home care provider screening tool, just give me a call at Senior Care Consulting and uh, leave us your, your name and your email address, and we'll just email it over to you in a, in a PDF file. It's a two-page, two-page. And there are, let's see, how many questions? Let me get down here. 34 phenomenal questions. So and I'm going to go through these uh, fairly quickly. So if you're looking for a home care provider, and let's say, well, you know, I've heard about this one, and so-and-so said this one's pretty good, and, and, uh, and so-and-so used this one. They thought they had, you know, they had a good experience. Maybe you have two or three home care providers that you're interested in. I, w- I would try to limit that to three, no more than three. I think three is kind of a magic number when you're evaluating, compare, and contrast providers. So here are some questions on this senior care consulting home care provider screening tool. Number one, and these are in no particular order of importance. Okay. I just went through and I'm like, okay, I'd want to know this. I want to know that. Uh, First one, how long have you been in business? Well, we've been in business for 12 years, 20 years, eight years, two years. Uh, We've been in business since last week. (laughs) Okay. So all of these things, 
It's information. They're data points. Now, the place that's been in business for two months or two years may be just as good or better than a place that's been in business for eight years or 10 years, okay? It's just, but if you prefer longevity, then maybe the one that's been open for two months versus the other one that's been open for eight years, maybe that makes a difference for you. So everyone has a different opinion on the importance of these questions, okay? So, and I'll, and again, I'm just going to go through these fairly quickly. Are you privately owned a national company or are you a franchise? That is going to be, some people may put more of an emphasis on a privately owned local home care provider. Some people may believe that it's more important and maybe more valuable to work with a national company or a franchise that has a national headquarters. So again, I'm, I'm not saying franchise is better than privately owned. It might be better than, you know, national company, et cetera, et cetera. I'm just saying this is information and depending on your opinion on what is more important and what might sway your opinion, uh, these these questions will, will help you kind of sift that out. All right, the next one, how many offices do you own and operate, and, and where are they located? Well, we do all of our business in California, and then we've got this one spot here in Kansas City. Or we're more of a regional company. We have you know three offices in Kansas City, and then we're in the four states you know surrounding the surrounding Kansas. Right, so Nebraska, Oklahoma, Colorado, Missouri. Okay, well, that's more of a regional, more of a Midwest kind of a, maybe kind of a, of an attitude and delivery. Maybe that's important to you. Maybe it's not. What services do you offer? So tell it, you know, what what do you offer? So some places will offer, you know, different services, maybe a higher level of services. Maybe they're more basic Maybe they don't do transportation, but they'll just come to your home. Nothing wrong with that. But what services do you offer? Do you have CNAs, certified nurse assistant, as caregivers? Or are they lay people who have been trained to provide care? Again, nothing wrong with either one of them. Just data points and information. Are you licensed to do business in the state of Kansas or in the state of Missouri or both? Do you have clinic? This one's pretty important. Do you have clinical licensure in the state of Kansas or Missouri? So having that clinical licensure is is really is is still voluntary. So so but if 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 you do have that clinical licensure, uh, that 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 should tell you something. Are your services covered by long-term care insurance or private insurance or by Medicaid? Is the owner, this one's important, is the owner actively involved in the daily operation of the business? Hands-on, returning, returning calls, interacting with clients, solving problems, solving staffing issues, maybe even going out and providing care himself or herself. Is the owner actively involved in the daily operation of the business? Do you have a registered nurse on staff? And if so, what is their role? Do you offer a geriatric care management service along with your home care services? If so, what are the qualifications of your geriatric care manager? Because guess what? There are some valid and legit geriatric care manager designations and qualifications. And someplace might take a, a lay person and say, yep, and they give you the blessing. You are hereby a geriatric care manager. Well, that's different than someone else who is 
a, a qualified, legit geriatric care manager, like a nurse or a social worker. What's your turnover rate for your direct hands-on caregiving staff? Should the caregiver become unavailable, do you provide backup replacement caregivers? That's a huge question, especially today during all these uh, staffing shortages. Are your caregivers bonded and insured? That's a huge question. If there you know, should be uh, something missing uh, from your property. Do your caregivers receive dementia training? That might be important to you. This one's huge. Are your caregivers W-2 employees of the company, or are they 1099 independent contractors? I would shy away from 1099 independent contractors. I would go with the W-2 employees. Just my opinion. You can do what you want. Who handles payroll and the related employment taxes of the caregivers? What type of background checks and other screening do you perform prior to hiring staff? Do you, this one's important to me. Do you drug test new hires or perform random drug testing or for cause drug testing? What training do you provide? What happens if there's a theft, injury, or another negative incident in my home? Uh, are there any current or pending legal actions against the company? How many patients do you currently provide service for? What are your rates? Do you have a minimum number of hours per shift or per week? Is there a day, evening, night, or holiday differential? It just goes on and on. Can you provide references? Can your caregivers provide CPR training? Uh, discuss COVID-19 safety uh, procedures and protocols? How soon can you provide or begin services? How much notice do you need to discontinue? So that was pretty quick, but let me just say this. If you want your very own copy of the Home Care Provider Screening Tool, just reach out to Senior Care Consulting, and uh, I'll make sure you get a copy of that. All right, I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. Join me next week right here on Senior Care Live. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.